KBN Live is brought to you by Dugout Bait and Tackle. Dugout Bait and Tackle is the premier kayak fishing outfitter in Kayak Bass Nation. Go to dugoutfishing.com, get all the gear you need for your kayak fishing tournament season. Also presented by Pro Guide Lithium. Go to proguidebatteries.com, find everything you need to power everything in and on your kayak. Kimmy and Live is also sponsored by Western Sun Vodka, made right there in Pilot Point, Texas. Go to westernsundistillery.com, use their bottle finder option to find a retailer near you. So, I kind of figured a little bit out there until the end. Um, <laughs> Jeff is uh, on this trial by fire kick where I have to discover all his hidden little Easter eggs uh, in the StreamYard game. But as you see, I've got my co-host Shane tonight, who's coming in live with his floor on his ceiling. Back at it again. <laughs> you wild, wild for that <laughs> one. Where where are you now, Shane? You've had a little move since the last time we we spoke. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I decided to up and move my entire life to Pensacola. So. Uh, about five, six hours due west of uh, the old stomping grounds. But there's some decent, decent fishing and a couple decent kayak anglers in Pensacola, as it were. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I've got, I went and hang out with uh, Brandon Barton last night. Got to do some pretty cool things. Um, hoping to hit him up a little bit more. Matt Van's floating around here somewhere. Matthew, um, Matthew. Say his oh, whole Matthew, name. Don't, don't you call him Matt. I'll drop uh, his middle I saw name. You and, I saw you and Old Dave. You and Old Dave was out monkeying around. Yeah. Something. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, Old Dave went and hit some uh, some lake over there in Mobile. Um, he put you on some rat reds or what happened? No, nah, he wanted to do greenfish, man. What? We got all this salt water around us, and he said, no, nah, I got this little puddle up here. It's got a couple little ditch fo- ditch pickles in it. Was it, uh, was it the city park place that he took me? Uh, it's a it's a big lake. It's an I guess it's the probably the freshwater reservoir for Mobile. Um, it's a good. The only thing about that lake though, we pulled up and he's like, "Yeah, don't mind this, but we gotta pressure wash our boats down before we get in the water." Hell yeah! So keep it. We on. pulled up and like pulled into these car washing bays and had to spray our boats down. They got them right there at the launch. ranch. Yeah, that's some that's some Cali stuff there. It was very very Cali. Speaking of Cali, I just. <laughs> I just saw Traba pop up in the green room. So Oh perfect. There we go. <laughs> All right. Oh heck yeah. All right. Well, so tonight we're gonna be talking about Florida fishing because a lot of folks have either been in Florida previously or heading that way uh for the Harris Chain event. Uh, we've got a couple of true pros here to to let us know all the secrets, what to look for, what to watch out for. Don't hang, you know, chicken off the side of your boat. I am uh, I'm gonna bring yeah, these man. folks in here. Spill all the quick. juice. You think they're going to? I hope so. Let's see. Let's see. I know. Let's I know find out. Get on those. Hey, Let's there the boys out. are. What's going on, gentlemen? <laughs> How, you How you doing? Welcome to the hood. Yep. I'm <laughs> at work. You're at work? Yeah. They pay you for this? Man, you got it made. You got to work. 
Jake and Jake, I, we we didn't think this through, guys. Come on, we got <laughs> oh, yeah. to do yeah. better here. Jake one and Jake two. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll start with Subac. We'll go. We'll go with that. Tell us. Uh, tell, so you're in South Carolina now, but we all know you from uh, you know your your intimate battles with with Conrad uh, down there in Florida <laughs> in the ABBBBBT series. Uh, give us a little background on yourself. Um, so originally from Cleveland, Ohio, um, played hockey in, uh, in college. I lived up in Canada for a bit, um, uh, lived out in Massachusetts, kind of really got into kayak fishing. Uh, when I finished playing hockey, um, I just really wanted some, some competition in my life. And I grew up fishing on, on Lake Erie and, uh, got a little nine foot kayak and started fishing from it and found tournaments and really just went from there. Um, nine foot. After that, I, I moved down to, to Florida. Yeah, nine foot. Jake's seven foot taller than a nine foot guy. This is awkward. It got to the point where it was just about to sink, really. And I, I had no choice. I had to get something bigger. But, uh, yeah, so uh, after college, I moved down to uh, Tampa, Florida, and just really got into uh, into fishing, went down there. Um, and uh, that's really where my, my tournament started. I fished a couple up north, but it was before I really had any idea what the hell I was doing. Um Man, it was, there was a tournament like right in in my marina, like one of the uh, the East Harbor, East West Harbor KBF yeah, tournaments. Yeah. And uh, my my family's got a boat up there, and it's where I grew up. I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm gonna win this. I, I fish here every summer. And I mean, I went out there and got Robert Weicker enters the chat. <laughs> yeah, I went, I went out. There. I got a limit. I was happy about that, but I mean, it was all you know, twelve, thirteen inch fish. Um, it was just there was a lot more to fishing than I realized there was to. To know about it at that yeah time. other than just knowing where the water was yeah pretty much <laughs> so uh yeah i moved down to florida um a good buddy of mine i played hockey with up in new york uh he moved down to jacksonville he fishes uh, a toyota series um and uh he taught me just about everything that i know now so uh you know i was very thankful to have him there and have somebody to share a few beers with but uh nice. it was uh yeah just building from there um learned a lot from him and then branched out from there and started doing a lot more fishing on my own and going out every other weekend and building up to, uh, to the bigger tournaments, going to the Hobies and, uh, the, the Bassmasters and, and the KBF stuff. I like it. Traba, the last time I saw you, you were in a van in our driveway, I believe, uh, <laughs> Lake Cata. In Louisiana. Yeah. Probably drunk too. <laughs> nah, not at our house, pal. <laughs> no, no. Sober as a bird where we are. So after that, you got really upset and packed up and left California. I hear. Yeah. Well, I get transferred every four years, so I, you know, it was time to move. And where where'd you land? I'm in Miami, Florida now. It's not a bad spot. Yeah, yeah no, up, uh, Lake Okeechobee, huh? Yeah, that's my spot. Big O. Have but you it, been I mean, to La Boya down there? Uh, no. Where's that at? <laughs> Google it. Google it one night about midnight when you're when you're out cruising. <laughs> It, it'll one. make sense then <laughs> it means the boy <laughs> oh all right that will remind you a lot of california yeah um that's fun that's fun a lot of women chase around oh my goodness oh, that part came through. <laughs> yeah that came through loud yeah <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think we might be losing you a little bit. Are you guys getting the same? 
Yeah, it's a little choppy. Feedback here. What kind of internet does the military provide? <laughs> this is all on AT&T. Let me see if I can get out Heck of the yeah. building. Don't you ain't got to quit work. Uh, so you you've been fishing more big boat stuff though, right? You're not you're not quite the uh, avid kayak angler that you once were. Yeah, I, I stopped doing that once I got out of California. Um, yeah, I kind of just decided to jump to the front of the boat and uh, fish some more of those type type events. So, what's the last event that you fished? You just fished a big one down there, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I fished the Toyota Series. It How'd was you do? on uh, the Harris Chain, actually. On Harris Chain of all lakes. Did you catch them? Hold on, real quick. It's on. Okay. Loud or not? For sure. Suvac, what do yeah, you? Yeah, no, uh, it was a good event. I just got done with that one uh, this last week. What'd you end up with? Uh, I ended twenty third out of. 260 boats. That's solid. Yeah, Not it was pretty all. good. Pretty good finish. But it was my. Y'all had, my pretty, first, y'all uh, had decent weather summer. for that one, huh? Yeah, up until the very last day. Yeah. So the fish were starting to move around and uh, get up on beds and stuff. But then yeah. uh, cold front came in the last day. That's what I'm talking about. I'm looking for a cold front on the first day uh, of this one, but we'll see how it yeah. goes. I think it'll it almost always. It, it definitely gets them going there. I love it, Jake. Have you have you fished the Harris Chain yourself? Yeah, that I was my. Oh, oh sorry, I forget it. We have two Jakes, Traba and Suvac. That's how we're gonna go. Suvac, have you fished the Harris Chain a lot yourself? Yeah, yeah, I have. I spent a lot of time on Dora, but I've I've gotten around to a lot of the lakes. I think like a popular might be the only one that I didn't actually fish. That was one of them, right? Yeah, on the chain. Uh, I think yeah, that's the there. one that won the event this past whatever this tournament was yeah a popka's a good lake to hit they've got a lot of big fish in there dora and Duclair also bags come there yeah our house i think we're staying in claremont or something so i think i can probably drive from the house to the ramp uh if it's a popka so i may have to shoot for that one yeah that's what um the elite series last year those guys were locking into a popka and they were waiting three, four hours every morning to get through the lock because the lock could only hold like three boats and there would be yeah. 20, 30 guys that were locking through. But to them, it was worth, you know, burning half their tournament day to lock through and get down there to those fish, even though they weren't getting there until noon. I like day, it. Which was insane to me, but. Yeah, so that's what a lot, of, if you can what get a lot of guys did this tournament. If you wake up at like nine, you're usually getting to the fish about noon anyway. So I like it. This is solid. (laughs) Feeling hopeful here. So you said uh, you like Dora quite a bit, Jake. I mean, how do do these lakes actually set up differently? Or is it like there's more of a concentration of fish in other lakes? And how many how many do we have to contend with here? So they set up some of them set up very similar, you know, like grassy lakes, a lot of hydrilla or the coontail all over the place and some of them I'm, I'm like i said i never fished a popka but i'm pretty sure that's more of like a bowl where it's like more classic florida fishing with like flipping at reeds and, and stuff mm-hmm. like that um and then if you go to like griffin you can go into the marshes and it's more like uh like fellsmere or uh, uh what is it headwaters now yeah. where it's yeah all i mean just popped stuff. out yeah and that, i mean it's it's fun and and i think 
you can really choose the style of fishing that you want to go for. Are you, are you going to fish this event yourself? I wish I, I can't get off work. Ah, oh my goodness. That's tough. I would, I'd love to get down there, but it's busy time of the year for me. That's a tough one. Jake, what's your, what's your favorite out of the chain? The other Jake. Uh, Java. Jesus. I really like Buclair. Like Buclair was uh, more my style. It's real clear water, a lot of grass. Everything, every other Jake. lake, pretty dirty. Were they already but, pushing up, Jake, when you were there? Were they starting to bed? Or yeah, there was fish on beds. Yeah. There was fish on beds. There was fish post-spawn. There's fish spawning. Yeah, pre-spawn. All three. So, yeah, like what my, I set up on like a pre-spawn type deal, like a hard spot, and just waited for fish to come in and out. Yeah. I, I read the, the guy that won it, it said like he fished like super slow, that he would fish like 30 or 60 yards per yeah, day. Per day. Uh, yeah, per day. I like that's, that. That's, I like that's that. about what I did. Yeah, that's some yeah, good slow fishing. Anchor there. down and hit every little reed individually, or just yeah, let that let that worm soak, baby. Yeah. <laughs> just let that worm soak. They'll swing that's by exactly in a minute. It. That's right. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, because they just keep cruising back and forth. So if you you leave it in like the prime spot, they're just gonna eventually come to you. Yeah, I like it. I like this. I like the sound of that. Suvac, is that? I mean, what's your style? Do you like? Uh, do you like that? You know, kind of slow, more finesse no. fishing. Or are you a power guy? Hit him in the face. More power guy. Um, I mean, that's what's killing. Like, I live in South Carolina now. That's killing me right now. I live sit, fishing in you know colder water, at least where the water's uh, high forties, low fifties. I can't slow down enough to catch a damn thing. But uh, I mail you yeah. like a Cinco's. <laughs> that's what you. That mean. kills me, man. <laughs> um but yeah I'd, I'd like something moving I, I try to move something the entire time if i can and and really same thing though even the, the stuff that's moving i never really did well with it until i really started slowing it down uh really yeah and that's when uh, things really picked up for me especially out there so this is uh this is a good point uh florida jerry <laughs> says all the big lizards hang in a popka um for people that haven't fished around uh, lizards or alligators. Um, what is there anything to worry about for kayak anglers? We'll we'll start with you, Traba, not Jake. I would say don't carry marshmallows around with you. Don't care. Okay. <laughs> very specific that. advice. <laughs> is it only marshmallows or is it, it is. any? That's what all the tourist boats, all the airboats feed them. Oh, that's okay. what they feed them. Wow. <laughs> yeah. No marshmallows. Well, Suvac, what about you? You had any run-ins with? uh swamp rats down there um i've had a couple um nothing like too scary but i've had one pop up after i caught a fish and stare at me and then swim away um there was one time actually on on door where i started flipping a, a line of Kissimmee grass and for some all these gators were sitting in it and each time i'd start coming up on one they'd shoot out but just swim out to open water didn't do anything but spooky a bit so if you're not paying attention, you don't have to worry about alligators, all right? Exactly. Don't try to pet them. Don't try to wrestle them. You I'll can say try this. To, you can try to catch them. They keep a distance. I've spent a little time on Harris Chain, and I ain't seen anything anywhere close to what Ufala has. I was just going to say that. You know, Seminole. Those Ufala gators were just freaking massive, man. Massive and way too friendly. Yeah, yeah. They're not because they don't all. let them hunt them only on one side of the lake at Ufala, so they're pretty much – protected species out there they can do whatever they want to yeah, they're growing them right up there that's the only thing they're growing right but 
They're doing it. Yeah, it's like the Okeechobee it has huge gators. So going to Heritage Chain, I was I was kind of shocked that I didn't really see that many. Yeah, you won't you won't see anything too crazy. Yeah. How does uh, how does the fish on Okeechobee compare to to Harris Chain? Is it even comparable at all? Uh, fish is different, completely different. Just because it's a shallow bowl yeah. compared to there's a lot of deep water all over the Harris Chain, which I I like to something new, something I haven't seen in a while. So, but um, I, there's some big fish in the Harris Chain. Yeah. 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 Harris, they, they were catching some monsters down there, yeah. uh, Shane, when you were down there, right? Pre fishing. People were loading up on them. Yeah, I, I was lucky enough to ride around with John Cox, and he got onto some huge, huge fish. But like Trout was saying, Harris is a little bit unique for a Florida lake. It, it's not – there are some of those shallow bowls like a popka, but you do have some current. You've got some river systems. Um, so you can really target what you're more comfortable with. If you're coming up down here from up north and uh, you want to fish, you know, I wouldn't say and current, that- but – there's moving water a little bit. They use those. They use those rivers to travel too, so they'll go in between lakes. Because uh, that's one thing. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I had, like my primary spot was on uh, Dora, and um, I thought I was going to load the boat. I go show up there first day of the tournament, and I sat on it too long, and uh, fish were just gone. They left, so they were going through that canal into Beauclair. Uh, that's when I started on my secondary spot. They were loaded up there. There's a couple yeah, of those they, lakes that are smaller too, where it makes it a lot easier for them to travel from one lake to another. Yeah, and, and I it think looks they, like there's a bunch of backwater like canal stuff too, like maybe like separated by like a reed line and stuff. I saw several little squirrely looking yeah. spots that go back in there. Yeah, yeah. It seems like they're using that Beauclair to go in and spawn just because the water was clear. There's a lot of residential canals. They those fish move a lot uh, down those canals. It, I was surprised how many fish are pulling out from the main lake and just running those canals like highways and getting back into some of those residential areas too. Yep. Are there uh, where are the smallmouth at usually down there? Mm. Uh, probably about I don't know <laughs> twenty hours north. Okay. Yeah. Right. So not so not that river, not that kind of river fishing. Right. That's fair. No, not quite. If you had yeah, to no, pick, I want to I want to ask this, and I'll we'll start with Suvac here. If you had to pick your top three presentations for Florida in general, you don't have to go specifically Harris Chain, but Florida in general. I know a lot of, especially anglers, you know, northern anglers, or even from like the mid southeast. I know the first time I got to Florida and the last time I got to Florida, I ain't got a damn clue what I'm doing. Like, I feel like those fish are just, they're looking for something completely different than I don't have. And it seems like every time it was a June bug speed worm. So <laughs> like, like what are your, what are your top three presentations there? Well, that's on there. June bug yeah. speed worm. <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, I mean, for me, a, a chatterbait June bug speed, speed worm was kind of, always my my one-two punch out there anywhere i was fishing um i'd try to find some grass anywhere i could and throw a chatterbait in it i'd usually do decent if if the bite slowed down i'd start dragging that speed worm and start getting the uh, bite to pick back up again um really depended on the lake though i mean if i was around like like i said any kind of grass uh under the water hydrilla or uh, eelgrass something like that I'll, i'll go chatterbait and speed worm if it's, you know, something that's coming out like the Kissimmee grass or reeds, something like a big easy, easy or a swim jig, 
um, going through that. Those are probably, I guess I'll, I'll give you those as my top four. That's, that's probably what I do most I often. All and then when it got hot, here. just go punch. There we go. I was going to say all four of yours, you're, you're still burning the bait. Yeah. Hard. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I, I, I tried to avoid doing anything where I had to just sit there and wait as much as yeah. possible. Travel, what about for you? Uh, that's a tough one. Uh, chatterbait, definitely. Check. Uh, I do. I do good on a on a popper too. It's a regular topwater popper. Okay. And uh, probably a drop shot. Drop shot cinco. Oh, that's that Cali shit. That's that Cali <laughs> shit. Ah, you're so West Coast. <laughs> Probably a drop shot. Abel Patino right there. Anywhere Dude. I take him over here, he's like, oh, but yeah, I mean, drop shot. It's perfect. But I caught, I caught some big ones. Like, so the second day I caught a, a nine and an eight drop shot in. Wow. Yeah, so uh, it, it catches big ones. Do you drop shotting beds or what? No, just out. Just like that, I said, just like that a hard area, spot. That yeah, isolated eel grass with hard spot around it. Yeah, and just yeah. kind of dead sticking it. Bro. That's crazy. That's nasty. All yeah, right, I got well. some big ones. But it's like, it's a power shot. So I'm, you know, fishing like 15 yeah. pounds. Okay. Well, so I don't need to take the spinny pole. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. You can, you can fish them on a bait caster. I'm still going to go. take the spinny pole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't help it. That's, Shane, I mean, that's what, what are, I do. What are your three favorite baits, Shane? Florida resident. Oh. You're more than just a co host, yeah. you're also a Florida angler yourself. I'm a Florida angler that has no idea what he's doing. You um, catch them. You catch them at Seminole, and you caught them at Santee yeah, fishing yeah, yeah. Florida style. I will do the same thing I did at those. The same thing I've done at Harris before, which is a speed worm again. Um, like Suvac said, chatterbait is always tied on. Um, I'm probably gonna have some kind of bed fishing rig, um, weightless fluke. You, growing up in Florida, I, I, weightless fluke was everything that I owned. I didn't know there were other baits until I was an adult. So. That's going to be on standby. Um, and then, yeah, whatever little bed fishing rig I want to do. Little little bluegill type deal. And I know, like, when we were when we were down on Seminole, it's been a couple of years ago, but as those fish were getting ready to bed, like, some of them were pushing up under those kind of hyacinth mats. Like, they were, I guess there was hard bottom under there, but they were, like, getting ready to get down under those beds, and, and punching played a huge role in catching those those big females is that going to be a similar setup down there i mean how how does that that play in as far as matted grass goes jakes we'll go suvac <laughs> um are you talking like on the harris chain or just in general like i we'll go in general i don't want to just just completely focus on the harris chain yeah i mean this time of year i think it depends on the weather and, you know, if the cold front comes in, those mats are holding the, the warm temperature. They're going to start holding underneath them. Um, it's kind of the same thing, though. Like, I would only punch if I absolutely had to. I mean, if they were biting it, I loved it. But just to get the confidence to just punch and let it sit there for a second, wait for something to come and hit it, it, it took a lot for me to get to that point. Yeah. Traba, what about you? Um. When yeah, do you start I mean, punching? How depressed do you have to be before you start punching? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I love I, I punch. I, I'm a, I flip. That's I, I like flipping a lot. Um, I have noticed that I don't do it. Hasn't been as good as it, it was. 
flipping. I can't really find a flipping bite anymore. Everything's been open water. So I don't know if fish are just getting a lot of pressure under the mats now. You know, everybody's doing it. Damn last go. But, um, yeah, it, it's always going to play a factor. You, you can always catch flip fish. I like it. I'm not a big, I'm not a big punching fan. It just, it's kind of like watching paint dry for me. So I'll probably <laughs> it, it, skunk you can before be I start punching. Though, like you cover a lot of water doing it. <sighs> That's what they say. Yeah, you can cover pretty quick with it. I mean, there, uh, there was one time I was out on Toho. I mean, it was middle of summer, but water was like in the mid nineties and I couldn't get anything to eat anything moving. And I started punching and they were eating it like crazy. So, yeah. I mean, if you get on a good punching bite, it's fun and mm -hmm. it's a lot of action, but you got to really find them and, and get on it the right way. I could be mistaken. I've been wrong before, but I think it was one of the early fork tournaments like two years ago. It, I think it was one of the Bassmasters. Was it Cody Milton that won it? Punching? If I'm not mistaken, Shane, you've got a memory for this kind of thing. I have a great memory for it. I have no clue. Okay. Um, yeah, I think you're right, though. I think it was Cody. I don't remember what he was doing. And I think, I, well, there was a big boat tournament going on at the same time. I think it's when Wheeler ran up on Russ down there or something uh, around oh, that yeah, time yeah, and made yeah. his little YouTuber video. But yeah. I think the kayak was like, you know, 20 yards back into the thick stuff, punching where, you know, necessarily bass boats weren't easy access uh if anybody in the comments is aware of that feel free to chime in yeah correct what what kind of bag do you think we're looking at uh kayak wise suvac two day total yep oh man weather's looking good warming trend that's uh, 201 Damn. Sheesh. <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's stout. Um, since you're catching eight and nine pounders on drop shots, uh, Traba, what do you what do you think? 301? Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking it's it's gonna be two to two twenty, probably. Really? Yeah. It, especially if that warming trend's coming through, like you're saying. I, I don't know though, because that, that, that chain that, that's the chain's getting so much pressure like the last three weeks yeah there's been you, back to back to back to back big big tournaments on there so i don't know you, do you think we're coming at a we're coming at a suspect time is that what you're saying no i'm saying that i think it's going to be good i think it's about to oh it's probably okay. break quite open. you're saying that all that pressure all the gasoline in the water's got them excited they're high yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. i just oh, think that they're getting a, finally getting a break you know so you, you guys are going to come into this tournament without 300 boats pre-fishing we're gonna bring um like 150 <laughs> kayaks down there to beat the shit out of them for six days yeah. and then fish a tournament <laughs> any ramp uh <laughs> any given ramp that you can pedal to uh, I honestly i haven't looked at the ramp list yet shane have you by chance yeah a little bit it's i mean there's tons harris shane's got a ramp everywhere you'd want to fish for the most part and and hobie they're giving us dozens of options so okay that's what it i was wondering you know i looked at you know some of the google earth stuff thinking you know what what's going to be close by that you can swing into yeah i think it'll be with with these designated ramps now i think it'll be a factor if you if you can put the work in and get to some of these places because now you can know for sure you know this area is going to be a three four mile pedal from any given ramp, you know, there's not going to be, you know, a slide or anything or someone getting access that you can't. 
Um, and that might be a factor. You know, you, this water close to the ramp more than likely is going to get hit. If you're willing to travel a little bit, since we have these designated areas, you can kind of tell which areas may be a little, little bit scarce for the kayakers. Todd Patrick's in the comments, 202 and a quarter. Todd, I'll, I'm not going to lie to you. I might know a thing you. or two about it. I know. I, oh, you almost got your number called for this one, pal, but I don't know if you were on the road or not because we were looking at the top five uh, from the Bassmaster Harris chain, Boy. and obviously you were second. We interviewed the winner, and I thought, man, we, we might ought to grab Todd and see if he knows Todd what's happening. Todd had a blast at that event, man. He was just smoking them out there with Siddiqui. Uh, he caught him. He caught him good down there for sure. Jake, are you are, are you still fishing? So we learned about you, Jake. We learned about your prowess through the kayak bass 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 bracket tour. Are you still are you still doing that stuff, or what? What's your what does what does your horizons look like this year? Uh not so much. Um, so I mean, my goal is really just to fish at the the, the highest level tournaments as many of them as I can. Uh, I just like to compete with the best. And so, you know, I look at whatever uh, KBF, Hobie, and uh, uh, Bassmaster events I can get to. So uh, Hobie events, I'm planning on doing uh, Santee Cooper, Seminole, uh, Kentucky Lake, and the New River. And then uh, the Bassmaster event, I'm going to go to uh, Hartwell. And uh, uh, the KBF, I'm going to do day two of Murray uh, at the end of the month, Lake Murray. And then uh, uh, I'm planning on going out to Chickamauga for uh, – that in june we'll see june, well, chicken, chicken june yeah <laughs> it's, she's a heartbreaker in june <laughs> yeah i had a, had a great great PTSD weekend of practice great weekend of practice last year for the hobie and then just shit i had down. a great month of i had a great month <laughs> of practice for the hobie and it was, <laughs> it was that's gonna be a long time before i get over that tournament, right that was brutal yeah that hurt Traba, what's it going to take to get you back in a kayak? Let's go ahead and just if, you, if we had to put a dollar amount out there, what's it going to take? Uh, I don't know. I'm, I might I might think about jumping back into it. I one of the main reasons I quit doing it was because I ended up having back surgery. So it's just like sitting down in that chair, and you know, it just wasn't as comfortable as being in a boat. <laughs> so that was one of the main reasons I I stopped doing it. You well, got have you have you done any like any canal prowling down there in your area for some snakeheads and peacocks? Um, yeah, I mostly from the bank. Yeah, I'll go and uh, throw swim baits and stuff for peacocks. That's a fun, yeah, that's a fun little deal. Yeah, no snakeheads. Offshore a lot, hadn't you, Jake? Getting I fish a lot offshore. Yeah, that's 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 my fun fishing. I, I go do that all the time. Yeah. Do you have any salt life stickers? What was that? Do you have any salt life stickers? <laughs> that's no, part of the welcome. That's part just, of the welcome just a tramp stamp. Florida. A tramp stamp. <laughs> oh my. Okay. I'm, I feel you. No, <laughs> yeah, no. Before you got there. But no, yeah, tuna fishing. I, I've gotten really into this. Uh, it's called slow pitch jigging. Oh yeah. Yeah, vertical jigging. It's so much fun. Yeah. I like slow pitch softball. Uh, it's very yeah. similar yeah. to that. Yeah. Very similar. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty good. <laughs> From tuna. Uh, I see Todd Patrick. Here's a little. Here's a little comment. Uh, winner yeah, comes off Harris or Little Harris. What are, What are your thoughts on that, Suvek? So Harris is 75%. weird. Uh, so last, uh, I think it was last, might have been last year, or the year before, fishing the uh, the BFL events. What is that? 
I just I'm, yeah. I'm muted. <laughs> I'm muted the airplane. Fly over <laughs> <laughs> That's another Chinese spy balloon just coming <laughs> over my head. All right, um, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> uh, so I think I think it was two years ago. I was fishing uh, the BFLs as a co-angler, and uh, the uh, the first BFL was on the Harris chain, and the second was on the Harris chain about a month apart. The first one was one on Big Harris. The day before or the week before the week of the second tournament, they sprayed all of Lake Harris and uh, everything that was good in the tournament. The first tournament was gone. And my boater was like, yeah, I did well out here in the first tournament on, uh, on Harris. So we're just going to go fish where I hit last, uh, last tournament. There was nothing there. Um, But what was interesting about that is after they sprayed it, all the uh, all the grass was coming up and floating and getting pushed into like corners of the lake, mm-hmm. and uh, guys were catching them, punching into that uh, into that crap that uh, just all bunched up. Yeah. So I mean, the the fish are in there, and uh, you know, even if they do do something like spray it, it's they're gonna find another place in that lake to go. How does it set up differently, and why is it not on people's favorites list? I guess. I don't know. Um, it's, uh, uh, yeah. I mean, I think it's I think just it may such be... an obvious choice that people look elsewhere, try to get creative, overthink. Yeah, I've heard, might, Dora, maybe... I've heard Dora more than I've heard any other name on the Harris chain, and I don't know if it's because I watch cartoons a lot or if it, it's because it's a good lake. I don't think it gets messed with as much as far as like like management. I don't know. Oh, I got, I got you. Ah, okay. Hey, oh, yeah, I saw Shane's fa- Shane's little gears was turning. Like, what's this gonna do? Ah, okay. Yeah. Trouble. What are your thoughts? Why, why do you not like Lake Harris or Little why do you Harris? Hate Lake Harris or mid- medium Harris or how many? Um, I mean, I, I caught a, a nine pound fish in Little Harris in practice for the you know for the event. So it just wasn't consistent, you know. I uh, got on some fish, and I was kind of keeping it for like a backup. Sorry, it's loud. I work at an airport, so that's that's what <laughs> I've anyway. noticed. Yeah, <laughs> but no, I I just couldn't find any consistent in there. Uh, a lot of the top guys did well in Harris though for this event. There's uh there's only like maybe two two areas on that lake that have grass Uh, everything else is kind of sprayed or it's gone yeah did you uh up there around that what is it long island up around um on lake harris uh, i don't know there's banana cove there's a grass i'll be there (laughs) (laughs) yeah that uh there's a lot of hydro in there and then there's right outside of the, the ramp i think it's like ski yeah, ski beach, ski beach. or whatever. Yeah, there's there's yeah. grass to the left. As soon as you come out of there, yeah. But um, it's a good little spot out to the right. You know, you go back in that uh, that little cove. There is good good fishing up in there too. Yeah, I didn't see that was all off limits. Oh. I think for us. So, so I, oh yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Who Claire and Dora just look the best to me. I would say, I would, I would say Pock is probably going to be where it's one. Apopka really? is just going to be it. I think Apopka is great fishing, but it's weather is going to play a big factor with kayakers that 
Because it's like just so, so wide open and shallow. The wind, yeah, the wind will kick your ass if it's if it picks up midday or something. Yeah. It's supposed It'll to be windy it. too. Isn't it? Who knows, bro? You think we check the weather? <laughs> we got, we got almost two weeks. I don't know what it's gonna be. Yeah, no, I'll it feels good so far. Maybe. But no, yeah, Buclair. That's. I mean, there was a lot of giant bags kicked out of there. Um, Dora the same. I think that the bite door kind of left and was fish moved out of there. I mean, what I always like about those lakes too, like in a, being in a kayak, some of them are so small that you can cover a lot of water in that one lake or have, find a couple good spots in one lake and then, you know, really pick them apart and put together a good bag instead of traveling like a mile to one spot and then a mile to another spot. They're all a little bit closer in proximity or they can be. Yeah. Yeah. Buclair is probably the smallest one. And it, if you like clear water, that's the one. I like the yeah, name of can, it. It sounds cuter than the rest. <laughs> you can kind of look on, I mean, just like Google Maps or any satellite imagery, and you can tell each of those lakes has a different water clarity. They're not all the same. Like Buclair is like, a very clear kind of black water lake um, or that black bottom. And then you get to Apopka, and it's one of those kind of greener, light-colored lakes. But yep. each lake's kind of got its own personality as you go through them. And it's crazy because the water comes out of Buclair and flows into Dora, but Dora's water is muddy. <laughs> yeah. It's like really brown. I just, didn't make any sense to me when I was looking at it. Mm-hmm. Which lake's going to put out big bass? The big, the big bass, not not overall. The number quantity. one big fish? The 26 and a half inch big bass. That'll probably Subac. be hairy. Go. I'd say Popka. I've never fished Damn. it. Y'all but are hyped on a Popka. We're going to have a I, just, I love this. I'm glad I we did this like... podcast. There's going to be 129 people <laughs> in a Popka. I'm going to be in Buclair. Shane's going to be in little Cousin Harris yeah. out there at Banana Hammock oh. Cove, getting down, <laughs> playing beach volleyball. <laughs> there are some courts right there. That was... <laughs> <laughs> Stop oh, in man. for a beer halfway through the day. Hey, we can't you, don't tell you, nobody. You're gonna make me get back in <laughs> Not the on tournament man. day, son. <laughs> root beer, root beer. <laughs> man, I was I was fishing a BFL one time, and my boater like we were getting blanked halfway through the day. He, and he's like, "Oh, hey, there's a bar up there. You want to go get a drink?" I'm <laughs> just kidding. You want to go get a drink? <laughs> but for real, yeah. <laughs> what do you What do you think, Traba? Big trust bass. me. I've had many of times too? where I felt like doing that. Yeah, what do you got for big bass? But I don't know. There's, there's big ones. That, that whole chain's loaded. Todd, Todd's still whole hiding on Little Harris. I think, I think Todd it's, is trying it's, to gar hole us on this deal. I think, yeah. I think Todd's, Todd's trying to put everybody old, in Little Harris. Shade. Yeah. Damn. Florida Jerry, what do you think? You got some juice on this stuff. Your name's Florida. Tell us what's going on down there. Yeah, Somebody Todd's can help us out. Switcheroo on it. I don't, I mean, I don't, do you think this will put out the biggest bag of the season, be in Florida, or do you think Santee is going to smash, or do you think Seminole in April? Seminole in April. Yeah, Seminole. Post-spawn fish just out there snacking on things, getting warm. That'll that'll be the big battle, I think. I think so. really surprised. I don't know, Harris might do it. I think with this... (laughs) Maybe, maybe. Traba, I'm <laughs> glad you joined us tonight. I'm going I'm to let you go. 
<laughs> we're gonna sign you out just so we get get the uh, get you back to flying airplanes. All right. We're gonna do that. <laughs> right. Appreciate, it, Appreciate it, man. See you, bud. <laughs> I'm glad he came on. I'm glad he came on with us. Oh yeah, man. That was last minute. Oh yeah, for sure. All right, now we're back. Now we're back with the audio. Where were we? Uh, we were talking about big bags. Um, what do you, yeah, what do you I, have you fished any of the other Subac? Have you fished? Did you fish Seminole with us? I fished, yeah, two two years ago. Yeah, yeah. That's why I, I thought fished, you came with Seminole. Yeah, that was my first uh, first Hobie actually. That, that was, was a good one. Two years ago. Yeah, I, I had a decent first day. I couldn't get my limit. I had four fish, and then I only got one one on day two. But man, it's, I went home on day two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> had a great time the first day. Left the yeah. second day. Big Jim's was great though. It was a good time. Yeah. I, I think we're dodging that whole, you know, the risk of a massive cold front and shutting those Florida fish down. I think April's perfect for that lake. And I think we'll see a ton of fish caught. I think it'll be chewing. And I mean, I want to touch on Seminole too, because obviously that is pretty much a, a Florida esque fishery down there. Uh, it's close enough in my mind to be qualified as a Florida fishery, but Shane, we'll go to you on this one. Like, how how do you think that's going to set up as far as what's going to be key players? I know how you know you like to fish it, but what what do you think yeah. the, the fish are going to be doing out there? Because I know people were live scoping and jerk baiting and and all kind. I mean, pretty much any that's way the, you want to fish, it felt like. Yeah, the crazy thing about Seminole, it really does have that. You know, you can actually do some map study. You can do some topography on it. You've got three different river systems running through. Uh, you know, we had the guy a couple years ago that absolutely smashed some fishing channel swings, um, crankbaits, chatterbaits. But I mean, you know what I'll be doing? I'll, I'll probably be up shallow somewhere. I think there's going to be a lot of fish up shallow. I think that's a perfect time of year. The water's not going to be too hot uh, in April in Georgia. Um, so I'm going to be burning through some grass, hopefully. Like Jake said, I, I mean, that, Florida that lake's got a lot to offer. It's got a lot of river, too. Like I went up in the river and, and caught several nice fish between you know, pre-fishing and day one but i would love for somebody to just all the way dive in on the shoal bass bite on that river system and tell us about it i know they're up there on the flint within bounds i just don't know anyone that's like fully dedicated to run up there and chase that bite i did for three days and about broke my neck diving in on that bite. <laughs> yeah. it's uh, the problem is and when we were there granted there was a lot more current than usual the problem was actually getting there on tournament like if you have a motor it's not a big yeah. deal to run up there but it's a pretty good run and it's a pretty good amount of current up there that you're having yeah. to go you know fight against and that was uh, a painstaking process even i think I, th I was in the pa then i was gonna say an outback might have been a better choice for that deal but the pa mm -hmm. was was really links by scoot up there but yeah, true. there wasn't anything you could you could float go up you know the northern. Yeah, I launched it the the furthest the most north, and we did a float. Yeah. I did like a fourteen or sixteen mile float. Jeez. It was a sad day on day two. Eesh. Daniel, the upper flint was sketchy. Pro neighbor, pro neighbor, and of course Thomason were up there with us. It was uh, <laughs> it was a upper little flint. bit of a little bit of a battle. Yeah, I mean as far up as you could get that way. Upper, upper, not the actual flint. upper flint because that would be. 30 miles up river, but yeah, I was, I was really there. surprised. Like that, that, uh, that tournament was the first time I'd been out to Seminole. I, I went up, uh, like a month earlier just to get to know the lake for the first time, but 
I tried going to a handful of different ramps, like all over different river systems. And just, I was so surprised by how different some of the different areas set up, you know? Oh yeah. It's you got and, walls on one side and then backwater swamp area right across from it. Yeah. And then I was listening to a podcast. I forget which one it was talking to a few people about how they were catching them. And it was like, one person sitting in 20 feet of water with a drop shot and somebody else is, you know, flipping and punching like traditional Florida fishing. And, you yeah. know, it's just, you can come from anywhere and fish your way and, and find a way to do it. I think, think wasn't that the, the first seminal event that Hobie did? Um, I don't know, was it Counts? I don't know who it was that was actually punching those mats. Counts was, was wrecking. wrecking them. He had like 101 inches or something. I mean, it was something – was it 106? It was something insane. He was like tossing back 19, 20 on day, fish. Wasn't it on day one and then day two, that cold yeah. front hit? And, yeah. buddy, <laughs> a lot of people got their lunch packed on that one, and I was one of them. I had my yeah. fish moved, and I was like, man, I, I was in a little bowl-shaped grassy area. I was like, man, they, where did these fish even go? Like, I fished all this stuff, shallow deep. They went under the bridge to, to Matt Ball, and he wrecked them. <laughs> <laughs> They went 120 yeah. yards under that bridge. I was like, dang, yeah. all right, that's cool. I like it. I like it. Jordan Marshall has has missed the podcast. He was listening to all four alarms of KFL Madness. So I can't he's wait. A, to, he's a big uh, shot over there now. Yeah, he is. Uh, he's pretty much on, I think, some sort of corporate board or something. Yeah, board uh, of directors. Yeah. Some board of erectors, yes. You can keep um, us updated on the goings on. <laughs> Bob, Bob Baller aka coon king he is wanting to fish lake cumberland um i'll tell you what what makes me nervous about lake cumberland bob uh jay whalen is real hyped up on lake cumberland so i'm gonna assume it fishes really really tough for anybody that's not from lake cumberland (laughs) (laughs) uh i'm not no it would not be worth the trip from minnesota Minnesota. you got a lot lot better fishing closer to you gracious boy come on Look at a map. Look how much land and water there is between there. Oh my gosh, Suvac, what what are your? If I mean, in the Central Florida area, your top three Florida fisheries, headwaters, besides Felsmere. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, well, you know it was crazy. Once Felsmere started letting boats in, the difference in the fishing oh, yeah. was insane. It was crazy like you could throw an empty empty hook out there when it was paddle only and mm-hmm. and catch a fish and i mean it started just fishing more like a normal lake once uh once the boats got in there where it's you couldn't go in out there and just assume you're gonna catch 50 fish every day um yeah. but man i uh i always loved toho that was probably my favorite um again just the grass was everywhere i could you know had a couple spots where i could go i know knew there it would always hold fish uh, um, Toho was great. Um, Okeechobee, depending on the day or time of year and depending on the area of the lake, um, depending on if it was sprayed or not, but there was times Okeechobee was my favorite. Uh, man, I'm sure I didn't, there was, I got, I started really fishing Kissimmee a lot. Um, mm-hmm. uh, kind of closer towards when I was getting ready to move, I started finding a bunch of areas that had brush piles and picking those apart. And I found a few that seemed relatively untouched that uh that i was able to pull pretty nice fish out of how deep is the water when you're talking about brush piles 
the well, ones I, I fish brush piles sticking out of the guarantee water. Guarantee they were untouched because nobody. It's not like <laughs> it was dry it's, land. That was someone's yard. Yeah, just <laughs> that's pretty, yeah, just got flooded a little bit that day. <laughs> wasn't even a pile. It was just regular brush. <laughs> just a brush. <laughs> no, they'd be in like um like seven to ten feet of water was is is what I'd look for, man. Uh, because I mean, there's nothing on Kissimmee. There's no. I mean, you can find hydrilla, but it's it's hard to find it. And uh, other than that, it's like fishing semi grass. I was gonna say yeah, it looked you... like people were catching them in actual weeds from the from the photos from the event down there a week or two ago. I mean, it was like you know, looked like actual weed. That's semi grass, right? Just weeds. Yeah, like the yellow grass, the hay grass. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I got you. I got you. What were you about to say, Shane? I was gonna say. I, I mean, it makes sense on the brush pile bite. You know, these big bowl lakes down here. There's no. There's no channel, you know, there's no real structure for them to grasp onto. So if there's any log or stump or brush pile, anything like that for them to cling onto, I would imagine there's always going to be fish hanging around. Do you think if I can get some bushes to Banana Cove? If you can get a bush over to uh, the old Banana Cove, yeah, I think you might get a couple bites Do you think there'll that. be some some swingers out you there? You might get some there. action <laughs> on the bush, yeah. You better get down right. there pretty early and let it start soaking, though. All right. <laughs> I put some upside-down pineapples out there. We'll <laughs> get, it, soaks, get it popping in a popka, if you know what I'm saying. Hey. I'll me. We're not too far from the villages down there now. We go get some of those uh, retirees. Oof. Our Airbnb is in the villages. Oh, sounds like you, that sounds like something you Bingo planned. Bingo night! <laughs> it yeah, is and i to, and i paid out. extra to have the hot tub <laughs> so uh, we're gonna have Bring a good up. time hey if you if you're looking for a good time you swing on by swing on by the claremont lounge yeah, pull the golf cart up that's right <laughs> beep three times for entry <laughs> you beep twice you're a cop that's right no, no offense to cops if anybody's listening it's a cop i love i love Benetti. you guys but you can't come to the party hey before. why isn't uh Berlinati fishing Harris. Do we know? Conrad? Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Conflict so I actually asked him. He's he is debating signing up right now. He had such oh, a damn. an out of body emotional experience getting to run into Christine down there. I'm still <laughs> reeling from that. Boy, geez. I'm still reeling from that, dude. I read I read that uh I read that post and I thought he was talking about her and then. <laughs> 20 words into it realized it was actually him talking about himself i got it saved i I read i read a couple pages of it each night before i go to bed so i'm i'm working my way through it you're gonna get there jake what was that what was that now now you can be the only jake what was that your cat that was my cat she got in a bag got stuck old woman playing (laughs) so jake has uh a deaf cat as we've learned so the cat even though we've heard it meowing the cat doesn't know that it's meowing and now i got stuck in a bag so i think we're working we're working through this together guys i think jordan marshall is remembering paris tennessee but maybe i just wasn't there he's definitely remembering paris tennessee because i ain't been is that what he's talking about yeah it is i ain't been to the harris chain down there shooting no damn villages jordan man come on Come on, that was well, a trailer park. You, you could uh, you could hit a two point down there though. I'm all right. Run it back, <laughs> Bob. Bob, with the joke of the night, I guess the cat's out of the bag now. <laughs> oh my God, yeah. that's it. Great job, <laughs> great job, Bob. Bob. You rarely disappoint. Oof. 
Oh, Scott with the secondary. Oh, boy, it's getting Poor deep Scott. in here. So, what? Uh, what's it going to take to get you to come down and fish this Suvac? If, if you quit know, your job. Do we need? Yeah, yeah quit my do job. we need to write yeah. a letter or what? What do we need? Oof, probably more than that. Do you think you yeah. would win it if you were there? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, Hell yeah, I like your honesty. That's, that's nope. the spirit. No, I mean, I'd if I was on them, I'd hope for a top ten. But I mean, I'd I'd have good days out there, but I'd never really like smashed them where I'm putting up uh, a hundred inch bag in a day or something like that. Like I've I've done well, but just like I fished the Bassmaster out there last year. Um, and I, I think I only actually posted like three fish in that tournament, but I had, I lost, jumped off, I think three or four of them. I was around fish, but even if, yeah. if I landed, if I got my limit, I probably would have finished with like mid eighties and in, in inches. Well, remember Hobie's paying out what 15%. So if we get 150 guys, that's what 15 plus seven, 22 spots. No idea. Um, <laughs> 22, 23 places. So. Whatever you say on that one, math lead, I'm going to take your word for it. I'm kind of sad. I hope I, I wanted to see the formula continue to where we'd be doing 10 grand payouts at, mm-hmm. at most of these tournaments. That's the, that's the thing that I, I like would a benchmark. Right. Well, I mean, cause I feel like that's a great number to draw people, especially, you know, we had to palm on to draw people from the boat side like, hey, yeah, you yeah. know, it's worth it. Pay two hundred and ninety yeah, bucks good and win ten grand. Like, I, I wish, I hope <laughs> we can make some adjustments and get back to that number. I think that was good for for optics. I think it was good for the draw of the sport. And I, I would hope, you know, hopefully, Do you know what entry back out. What the entry has to be to uh, to hit ten thousand with this new format? Two hundred and ninety or whatever. <laughs> Whatever nice. the limit is now. Steve Fields was in the comments. He can tell. Steve knows everything. Everything. He's going to put a Hobie sticker on my Hobie boat that I cover up the logo on every year. <laughs> so it's nice of him. Appreciate Otherwise, that. Otherwise, they won't know what you're, what you're pedaling yeah, No around. one would have a clue. No one would know what <laughs> I was pedaling around and out there with my little flippers. Yeah. I could be in a vibe. Who knows? You know? It could be a lightning. <laughs> hey, nothing wrong with that, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I've laid off of it all night, Jake. All night. I knew I knew it was coming. Just I was waiting one, for it. <laughs> one quick one. One quick one at the end well, of the show. That's not we got to talking about the villages and the bananas and whatnot. I figured we might as well slide a vibe joke. <laughs> yeah, I figured that was coming at some point. Man, I've been happy with it though. I like my vibe. It's uh, something I liked about it was if you ever, ever got down into like that marshy stuff, like uh, like on Griffin or like Headwaters. I like this. It's really like low profile. So it goes through that thick grass a lot easier than something bigger and bulkier. You ran a motor too, right? Run a yeah. motor, I guess. Yeah. Still. Yeah. XI3. Yep. Yeah. All right. I did my homework. I tried. I tried. Yeah. Sometimes. <laughs> That's what I got. I got to decide if I want to bring the PA or the links because I really want to have, you know, I got live scope and everything on the PA and it's obviously more comfortable. I'm going to be sight casting. I want to be standing and pitching, but, that links can get way back into some stuff. It's Do you think scope's going to be a factor? No. Okay. I'm probably not going to be scoping. I'm gonna Jake, be do you think there would be eyeball. any scoping factor down there? I don't think at this point in the year. Okay. You get, I mean, if you find like, if you're looking for some of the spots, like Travis said, the little pathways, little hard bottom, 
You can yeah, if you find like, like if somebody's on shell bars or yeah. something like that. I'm not gonna have time to go search yeah. for that stuff. I'm getting down there Friday. Yeah, it's more of I'll a probably homeboy, get down maybe homeboy Thursday, tactic. Maybe Thursday, Wednesday yeah. night, Thursday, something like that. So I'm I may have two days. Skinny waters. I'm gonna hit my skinny waters and have fun and probably have a cold front and get blown out and see if you on. see if them cat eyes are still on the trees from riding around with John Cox. Yeah, all right. See if you can find your way back in the trails there. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty slick. It's pretty slick, Shane. I'll give you credit on that one. Um, what what do you think the difference was in, in the Harris chain for the bass event? Because you go back and you look at the standings, there weren't – were there any? Maybe one Florida guy in the top ten? Like what, what do just, you – I mean – I thought about that earlier. Do you think local knowledge really plays that bit? I know we had you guys on here, obviously, to kind of – point folks in the right direction but it doesn't seem like you guys can fish um what, so, <laughs> when everybody else comes to town you're average um what do I you think, think makes the difference on that really i think uh locals kind of have their own set idea of what they're going to do like jake probably has an idea of what he would do if he was there where you go i kind of have an idea of where i want to go and what i hope works but I think these northern guys come down there and like just have fun. They stick with the basics. They don't overthink it, um, and they I think adjust as they go instead of kind of being dug in. You know, yeah. kind of like I'm gonna have on the Tennessee River. You know, you're dug into what you know works. No, that's somebody not from out of town. <laughs> you don't know anything about that. So, like, oh, no, they were uh, not they gonna were eat a pink robo worm. <laughs> they were yeah. not gonna eat a pink robo worm. Uh, <laughs> I knew I, it the whole time. On, an entire shed covered in mayflies so i just fished that like yeah. okay well yeah that makes sense smart kind of makes turns sense. out it was a good look jake what do you think the the reason is when you get these out-of-towners in there just i agree with that i mean if you fish a lake so much that you know it really well you know that some days the fish are going to be eating in a spot really well or they're still going to eat but not as well as you would want them to and it's a lot easier to stay somewhere where you know there's fish and you know you can get them to bite than go try to find something else or try to find something new. Whereas if it's some out, out of town or coming down, everything's new. So if they find, they're searching, they're spending a lot more time just exploring and trying to find something that is, that they can make a pattern out of. Whereas I don't think as much time goes into that. If you're a local. I got you. All right. Well, I appreciate it. Uh, the last thing I want to end this up with uh, is, is just an update on, on Rowan and, and the, the charity event that we're running now. Uh, spoke mm-hmm. with Jeff earlier. She had her bone marrow biopsy today. They're waiting on the results from that. They got her uh, biopsy, her general tumor biopsy back. Um, it looks like medium, medium to high risk on that. So they're they're waiting to confirm with a couple more tests. They're going to do uh, what I think is the equivalent of like a little baby PET scan uh, on her Wednesday or Thursday, and then begin chemo treatment. So they're going to do chemo first to shrink the tumor and then uh, surgery after that. So either way, you know, they've got a long road in front of them. And, uh, again, anything you guys can do to help. We've had a lot more sponsor uh, prizes come in, uh, donations for the auction stuff today. Uh, I'll get an updated list out on that. But the tournament registration is open all month. Again, 100% of the proceeds uh, go directly to the family, you know, to just kind of help them offset expenses as they go through this you know, it, unimaginable battle. So it goes directly to the dad, right? If, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. So you're, yeah. I mean, you're sending it straight to the family. So yep. whether yep. you can fish it or not, it's always good to jump in on those. 
Amen. We we appreciate it, everybody. You know, keep keep Jeff and them in, in your thoughts and prayers. Uh, obviously, nobody knows what it's like to experience anything like that unless you've been in those shoes. So uh, continue continue to push it, and, and thanks for the support. Jake, thank you for coming on tonight. We appreciate it. I'm thanks, sure a buddy. lot of folks that have never fished Florida <laughs> are going to appreciate the insight. Shane, thank you for hopping in and being yes, a co-host. Sir. You know, you should probably you should probably start podcasting. I'll go ahead and say that. I might, I might, I might uh, think about that. It's a good time. <laughs> All right. Y'all take care. To talk about. See you guys. Right. Thanks, thanks for having it. me on. We'll see you guys. See y'all. See you.